All right, good morning and welcome to today's stock market update for Wednesday, December 1st. It is already December, 30 more days for trading and boy, the markets continue their roller coaster ride and uh, we'll talk about what's happening, what happened yesterday and uh, what is happening today, what to look out for. But if this is your first time here, hi, I'm Marcus Heidkotter. I'm a professional trader and every morning we sift through a mountain of news websites, newsletters and reports and then we take the most important news and go live here to share with you what you need to know as you head into your trading day. Now, also, if this is your first time here, I know it can be overwhelming, so don't worry. We have a special video just for you that I will link in the description, and uh, that's a great place to get started. And joining me is my head coach, Mark Hodge, who has 24 years of trading experience, and together we have helped thousands of regular people understand how to trade these crazy markets and actually make money way beyond what your typical financial advisor would do. So with that said, let's take a look at what the markets did yesterday. Mark, good morning. What do you think about that here? There was definitely some action. <laughs> there was. Good morning, Marcus. And wow, uh, what a day yesterday. I mean, uh, stocks getting hammered, the major indices down big. We can take a look at the S&P. Uh, you have the Dow up, right? Yeah, so I have the Dow up. Let me bring the S&P up. Okay. So here we go. So S&P, hardest hit, down almost 2% yesterday. And looking at that chart, we see that, you know, slowly unraveling uh, from these uh, record highs and, and these big dips, a little bit of a bounce, and then another big dip. Um, so making uh, new lows, at least... Uh, compared to what we've seen recently and big sell-off. And I, I think it, honestly, Marcus, I think it could have been worse yesterday. I'm surprised it wasn't. I, I agree. I agree. Uh, because, I mean, yesterday, uh, on Monday, it was the new virus mutation, right? The the Omicron uh, mutation. And then on Tuesday, uh, as we can see here, we bounced back a little bit. But then yesterday, well, what do you know? It was Fed Chair Jerome Powell who sent the markets lower yesterday. Let's talk about this. So he was uh, speaking in front of the Senate Banking Committee and, and everybody thought, oh, he'll, he'll talk a little bit about the Omicron mutation, how it will affect the, the markets and how it will affect the economy. But <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean, he fooled everybody and uh, he just uh, thought, I chose a different topic. <laughs> exactly. And so this recent dip, you know, going back to last Friday, the short trading session after Thanksgiving, that was all tied to the uncertainty of the Omicron variant, right? And so COVID, how that will impact the markets, you know, shutting down borders, all of that. Right. But in one sentence, Venture Pal basically said, the Fed is no longer worried about coronavirus. It's all about inflation. That's a big deal. <laughs> Here we are back, the I word, inflation. Yes, and he actually said, you know what, this, this transitory thing that he has been touting for months that, oh, inflation is transitory. Yesterday, suddenly he says, oh, you know what, I think we should retire this word. <laughs> and so and he said, inflation is there, it's there to stay. And he also said, we got to do something about it. <laughs> yeah. This is why the markets kind of went uh, a little bit haywire yesterday, because did you see what, what he said? 
Yeah, he said it is a quote. It is appropriate, I think, for us to discuss at our next meeting, which is in a couple of weeks, whether it will be appropriate to wrap up our purchases a few months earlier, and that um, you know tapering right now is currently scheduled to end in mid twenty twenty two. But now they're talking about maybe double the pace. At least that's what Goldman Sachs thinks. Yeah. Um, another quote directly from Powell is at this point. The economy is very strong and inflationary pressures are higher and it is therefore appropriate in my view to consider wrapping up the taper of our asset purchases. So he's basically saying the economy is strong, inflation is a bigger deal, right? And uh, this dates me, but back in the Alan Greenspan days, he said the words irrational exuberance and markets went nuts. So I, I, I'm surprised. It could have been worse yesterday. It definitely yeah, could have been worse. Because let, let's take a look at this. So traders reacted promptly to this, uh, thinking, okay, when does the Fed raise interest rates? And we know that a few months ago, just two or three months ago, uh, they said, oh, we're going to raise interest rates in, uh, what, 2023. But then they started saying, well, maybe we do it towards the end of 2022. And let's take a look at the uh, CME Group uh, Fed Watch tool here right now. So obviously nobody is expecting that they are raising interest rates in the next meeting, which is coming up in a couple of weeks from now. Uh, not many are betting on that something is happening in January or in March. But let's take a look at this. In May, now we we almost have a we, we pretty much have a 50-50 chance that yeah. or uh, expectation here that the Fed might raise interest rates. And I mean, this is as early as May 4th, 2022, way earlier than everybody thought. And this is where, as you said, I mean, it could have been worse because this came kind of out of the left field. Nobody expected Powell to talk about that yesterday. So surprise, surprise. And he uses his words carefully. And I think that, you know, he could have said the same thing in a more cautious way. I, I think he was letting traders know that this is happening. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And so this is why, well, we already talked about this. Raising interest rates means especially for growth stocks that money will be more expensive. And therefore, uh, there's a little bit this this flight to safety back into value stocks. And this is where yesterday yeah, the S&P and also the Nasdaq got hammered yesterday. But we also had some yeah. economic news yesterday, right? We did. We did. We could go ahead and uh, take a look at the economic calendar and consumer confidence Const sinks to a new low. Yeah, I mean, uh, this was also a little bit surprising. I mean, with everything that we have going on right now, the, the Omicron virus or variant, uh, with Powell talking about inflation and raising interest rates, I mean, it, it's getting a little bit in the background, but it was definitely, uh, yeah, a, a nine-month low that we saw here, right? So, yeah, yep. <laughs> according to Market Watch. Yeah, and so interesting day yesterday. Uh, I mean, even crude oil down big. I, I think we we need to take a look at crude oil, Marcus, because uh, nasty November. So today, you know, first trading day of December. Yesterday, we wrapped up uh, the month of November. Yesterday, crude oil was down 5.4%, and it was down 20.8% for the month of November. That's the worst month since March 2020 when COVID was in full bloom.
Yeah, I mean, huge decline and everybody was concerned about rising oil prices. And, and we know that uh, President Biden talked to the uh, Strategic Petroleum Reserve. And uh, so there were all these things. What do we do to actually uh, yeah, lower oil prices? Well, all we needed to do is basically talk about a new variant and then <laughs> right, yeah. that there's no more so, uh, or that there's not much demand or the demand is declining here. And this is what we saw. Yeah, huge, huge drop for crude oil here. All right, and then also, what do you know? The tail end of earnings, there are still some companies reporting earnings. I think it's the last four or five companies reporting earnings here, right? So let's, uh, let's take a look at some of those and what happened. Yeah, Salesforce, CRM, the ticker. Uh, so shares of, of this uh, software giant down almost 5% pre-market. Now they issued fourth quarter earnings uh, guidance below expectations. And this is the big deal. Um, next year, revenue guidance also missed estimates. So they're basically saying, hey, things aren't going to be as good as uh, analysts expected anyway. Um, and this is really the big concern here because they actually reported better than expected earnings and revenue for last quarter. It was the guidance right now that has uh, investors worried. Because, I mean, yeah, it, it's cool to know how they did last quarter, but everybody wants to know how will they do in 2022 in this new environment. And uh, this is yeah, where we saw what's happening. So down almost 5% this morning. Uh, we also had Box uh, reporting earnings, right? Yeah, and they have a big jump, uh, up 10% pre-market. So real strong move higher. Um they reported earnings of 22 cents a share, which was a penny better than expected uh, on revenue of 224 million, uh, 218 and a half was expected. Uh, but their fourth quarter and full year revenue and earnings, um, well, it, they, they all topped estimates. So uh, people are liking that. Yeah. All right. Who else did we have? Uh, Hewlett Packard Enterprise, HPE. HPE, HPE, HP Enterprise. Uh, so they are down, oh, not, not too bad. Uh, they were down, it looked like they were down about 8% pre-market or yesterday yeah. after the bell, uh, down about 2.5%. They missed last quarter's revenue estimates, uh, reported uh, $7.35 billion, which uh, $7.38 billion was expected. And uh, earnings were slightly higher, up uh, $0.04 cents better than expected. So, uh Doing a little better this morning. All right. Then this morning, news for Merck. Let's talk about that. Yeah, this one's interesting. So uh, we, we both actually sold puts at the 72 strike on this one. Just historically, the 70-72 range, super, super strong for Merck. And uh, we were hoping that would hold if it did dip. Um, so full disclosure there. Uh, but uh, at one point, Merck uh, led the S&P 500 with a, a gain of about 4% um, after hours, but now just about a half a percent in pre-market trading. So they had their COVID treatment pill receiving approval from the FDA. Um, it was a narrow uh, margin, though, a, a narrow beat there. So uh, 13 voted in favor, 10 against. And uh, one of the concerns was, they had some, you know, I think it was like a 50% efficacy for, you know, treatment and helping uh, a month ago. And that dropped to 30% last Friday. And so there, there was some, you know, concerns about that and a few other things. 
Um, it now needs to get full um, or final authorization from the FDA and also the CDC uh, before it becomes appro approved on an emergency basis. But that usually happens once it's uh, approved by the panel. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's let's take a look at some some pre market action here. If you're looking at the futures market, I mean, th this is uh, this is looking pretty good here uh, going into the yeah. opening. I mean, huge bounce back here this morning. If you look at the E mini S and P up one point two five percent, the E mini Nasdaq up one point three percent, the E mini Dow up uh, almost one percent. So it seems that we have uh, a, a strong opening again. So. Yeah, this this roller coaster ride seems to continue. It really is. Looks like traders are, are taking the dips as buying opportunities, and um, you know I, I think that the Omicron's still a wild card. We have jobs uh, on Friday, uh, and but the Fed, I don't know how much of a wild card that is right now. Yeah, <laughs> and like traders we, we talked about it. Oh, oh, oh. We talked about it on Monday. I mean, traders are paying attention to the 50-day moving average, right? And yesterday we came awfully close in the S&P to touching the 50-day moving average. Uh, looking at the Dow, we already uh, went through this. I mean, Dow is right now trading below the 50-day moving average. And uh, the, the Nasdaq also getting a little bit closer here. So that's definitely something that traders will pay attention to as, uh, yeah, as we are heading into December, the last trading day of the month here. Yeah, and uh, Fed Chair Powell is testifying before the House Financial Services Committee uh, today. So there is that testimony. Maybe he'll stir the pot a little bit more. We'll see. I, I don't think he will, but who knows? Right. Hey, I have two more things for you. Uh, did you see that uh, Dr. Oz is now running for Senate? I did not. <laughs> so Dr. Oz is now running for Senate in Pennsylvania. Of course, this has zero effect on the markets. I just thought it was interesting. And then, I mean, Elon Musk. I, I mean, <laughs> did you see that? So yesterday they introduced the company's latest product, a $50 whistle inspired by the Cybertruck. And it already sold out. So this is just, oh my there we go. And uh, he actually made fun of it. And he said, well, you know what? Blow the whistle on Tesla. Don't waste your money on that silly Apple cloth. Buy the whistle <laughs> instead. Uh, you remember uh, the <laughs> the Apple yeah. cloth that we talked about a little bit? The the polishing cloth from Apple here for for nineteen dollars, which is really just a, a piece of cloth for nineteen dollars. Well, he's selling uh, Cybertruck whistles, and they've been sold wow. out, and they're already available. And uh, yes, for those of you who can see, this is actually this here is the cloth. Really hard to see <laughs> for $19. <laughs> Anyhow, okay, we got to get ready for trading. Uh, it, it's been a great week for trading. I, I mean, we, we have been we have been really, really active, especially with the wheel strategy. So there's a lot going on, selling puts, selling calls. And if you would like to learn more about this strategy and how we trade these crazy markets, take a look at the video in the description and uh, we will see you in the next video. And we'll see you in tomorrow's stock market update. Happy trading, everybody.